Because I was like recently going through my things. Uh-huh. I need to see somebody. So Arthur's friend uh-huh. was like, oh, I know someone. Emily. I'm all, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I know her. <laughs> not gonna uh, work. That one's not going to work for me. <laughs> Intertwined. Well, thanks for the reference. I follow her on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) We're Facebook friends, so we can't be like therapy buddies. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Welcome to Mental Health Moment. I am Emily, and tonight I have a an awesome guest uh, with me, and it's my friend Melanie. She and I have known each other for 10 years. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we met when I was at my first clinic, um, and and she and I just kind of connected, and, and we've just kind of stayed friends and connected through then. So tonight she gets to talk to us about her journey in kind of a different... Well, how do we want to describe it? I like to describe it as an open relationship. Okay. A lot of people would call it polyamory. I just like calling it open because mm-hmm. everybody's totally different. Yeah. And uh, so tonight we get to hear about Melanie's journey in her open relationship and really coming to terms with this is what she and her partner both needed in their relationship and in their mental health to keep them both at their kind of where they need to be and healthy and happy. So we'll just start with Melanie. So we'll start by saying Arthur and I, we've been married nine years this month. Um, and I've known him since 2002. So we've known each other for a very long time. Um, and throughout our past, we were always on again, off again, dating. And then in between other partners, we would see each other. So there was always like this little overlap with us. Uh-huh. And then one day he came to me and was like, I'm in love with you. Let's see where this goes. So. True love. Got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) We did it a little backwards. And then we got married and we were monogamous. We were exclusive to each other. Flash forward a couple years into the relationship and we were actually watching a documentary on polyamory on Netflix. And we both it like sparked conversation and we were like, I could totally see how that could work for other people. And so it got conversation rolling. Mm -hmm. And, um, in the beginning it was really just to have like that, that freedom to feel like if we were out and about Mm -hmm. and we met somebody that we connected with, that we could flirt with them and not feel guilt or like we were cheating or there was some Mm -hmm. underlining issues going on with that. So in the beginning, it really was just for that, for flirting, just having fun conversation Mm -hmm. with others. And then, um, a couple months into it, I met somebody that I was seeing on a regular basis Uh and I started having feelings for him and I thought, how am I going to tell Arthur about this? Because, um, that was like one of our rules. So when you're first exploring open relationships, you, um, 
try to set these rules and boundaries just to test the waters, I guess you would say, uh-huh. to feel like what works for you because there are no set rules for anyone. Everyone does it their own way and what works for them. Yeah. So one of our rules was that we wouldn't let feelings get involved. Well, we oh. quickly learned that you can't control that. Right. Um, Especially, I would assume that like when you're having constant contact or interaction with other people, you know, those feelings do kind of naturally develop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I kept it from him for a while and thought, oh, maybe it'll just like go away, subside. Mm-hmm. Well, he came to find out and it like threw him for a loop. So mm-hmm. it was like every time I went out with this person, he would be super upset and just beside himself that after, I don't know, probably a few weeks, I realized it's not worth it. And our marriage is more important. And Mm -hmm. I, he was also seeing someone at the time, obviously not as serious. Like we always felt like we had to keep up with each other. It was almost like a competition in a way where Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, so you've started to develop feelings for this person. I'm going to have to start just to keep up. Yeah. Like matchy matchy. Yeah. Um, but it just got so intense to the point where we thought our relationship is more important Mm -hmm. and we should close off our marriage. So we ended up closing it off and just cutting ties with these other people, which now looking back, we realize that that's totally unfair that Mm. even though we're married. We're still involving other people in our relationships and mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't fair for us to just disregard like their feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the moment we didn't see that we just felt our relationship trumps all others. So gotcha. that's what we decided to do. And then probably a year later, maybe a little bit less, mm-hmm. um, I find out that Arthur wanted to open up our marriage again, but I guess he was worried about talking to me about it because in, in his mind, I think he felt like he, his reaction to mine and my new partner relationship was, um, the reason why we cut things off and Mm -hmm. closed our marriage. But, but I was open to it. And ever since then, it's been great. So about how long has it been since it's kind of been in a good in a good place? Uh-huh. Um, I'd say almost two years now. Okay. So yeah, Arthur is currently has a partner that he's been with over a year, who is actually like even really involved in our daughter's life. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing that um, I wouldn't say is weird in the beginning, but yet again another rule that we tried to make for ourselves. Mm-hmm where we didn't want her involved with these people that we were seeing because they were coming and going. And, um, somebody pointed out a really good point that, um, you know, our daughter's going to have people coming and going in her life, friends, Mm -hmm. whatever, that if you expose her to this, then she'll learn to accept it, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. So we've also been really honest with her about our situation too. Mm. Probably about a year ago, we sat her down and told her, and I remember I like had so much anxiety about it and didn't know how I was going to say it. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of came out and her reaction was just like pure, innocent 
any kid's reaction. Like, no like, big deal. Total kid like, like whatever. I already knew. Okay, cool. Where's my sandwich? <laughs> exactly. No, she wanted chocolate, actually. Oh, actually. Well, I mean, girlfriend, she's smart. She's wise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for you, um, because this is a little bit of a different path, you know, than, mm-hmm. than maybe like a typical couple would take. So uh, for you, what helped you know that opening up your relationship was right for you and Arthur? So I try to explain it to friends that aren't familiar with our situation Mm -hmm. that you have multiple friends. You have friends that you like to stay home and hang out with. You have friends that you like to go to concerts with. You have Mm -hmm. friends that you do specific things with. And for us, we feel the same with partners. We realized that there was so much pressure and stress on each other to expect and demand everything Mm -hmm. from each other that, um, we came to terms that it's okay to also care and hang out with another person for different reasons. Yeah. So, uh, I just, I love this topic and I love learning about just like the different options that people Mm -hmm. need to pursue for their well being. Uh, living monogamous or closing off your relationship, uh-huh. did that have any effect on your guys' mental health? Absolutely. Because, again, we were expecting everything from each other. Uh. Um, I mean, both Arthur and I battle from depression and anxiety, and we deal with that all the time. And mm-hmm. I think just from opening up our relationship, it's really helped with that. I mean, obviously... We still have our things that we have to deal with. But I think that just knowing that we have that outlet to vent with someone else or be with someone else, do things with someone else, it it just helps us individually. How do you um, kind of maintain your relationship with Arthur? So that's one thing that we, like, honestly still struggle with. Mm -hmm. I currently am not seeing anyone, but Arthur has a serious relationship and he is also dating somebody else. So, um, there's always like that one day a week that we set apart for whomever we're seeing. Mm -hmm. But we find that since we live together and we see each other constantly, we really don't set that time for each other. Mm-hmm. For like a while, set yeah, or exactly. Whatever. For a while, we're really good about doing that. But I notice, like, when we don't make an effort for each other, it really does put a strain on our relationship. Does jealousy ever get in the way? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not as much as it did in the beginning, of course, but mm-hmm. there definitely still is jealousy. Um, not, it's, so, Arthur's bisexual. Mm-hmm. His like main partner is with a man Mm -hmm. and the person that he's dating is with a woman. And I find myself, um, getting more jealous with the women Mm. surprisingly. Um, but it was there with him as well. I think because they've been together for so long Mm -hmm. that, I mean, obviously it all comes from insecurities, jealousy. Mm -hmm. So, so the fact that they've been together and I'm not threatened by him, mm-hmm. I, I'm not jealous there. But when a new person comes into the equation, there is a little bit of jealousy, but nothing like it was in the beginning. 
how do you work through that? Like, how did you work through that for you? Like when Arthur, you know, started dating somebody else in the beginning and it was like, wait, what? Late night conversations, <laughs> talking about it until we had no voice. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just, you really like communication is key. Being in an open relationship, we definitely, um, have come closer as far as communicating. Mm -hmm. It forces you to have conversations that you typically wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So really just talking it through helps and being honest with your feelings. It's okay to be jealous and it's okay to be upset. Just, um, letting the other person know really. Mm. So if somebody were to consider like, let's say, you know, they're in the relationship right now and they don't feel that, you know, strict monogamy is for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe they want to open up their relationship. Mm -hmm. Maybe they want to try different things. Um, what would you recommend as far as like what people would need to do? So someone I work with currently, um, has come to me with lots of questions because she is married in a happy marriage. And I think that that's like number one and key. You have to be in a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, but she has just asked so many questions about like how it all began and what works for me. And I'm always super honest about what works for me is not necessarily going to work for you that you have to sit down with your partner and you have to hash it out and talk it through. Both people have to be on the same page. So many times we had outside friends that we heard were talking about the situation thinking that one person talked to the other person into it. And it's, it's absolutely not like that because, because it won't work unless both of you are like in it and want it. So really communication is key, like figuring out what will work for you and then jumping into it because you can hash it out forever and play the what if game forever. Mm -hmm. But until you actually have those experiences, you're not going to know where your boundaries lie or what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. Did you have pretty good boundaries before you opened up your relationship? What do you mean? Like, because it sounds like, um, since you guys have opened up your relationship, you really have had to figure out like what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And, and I think a lot of times when people first start in a relationship, they really don't know their boundaries, yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's, like you said, kind of jumping into things, discovering, okay, this is my boundary. This is, wait, I didn't know about that, you know? And so, like, did you already have pretty good boundaries before you opened up your relationship? Or We were in a really good place when we opened it up the first time. Mm -hmm. And then I think just throwing ourselves into it kind of scared us and, and pulled out all these insecurities that we probably didn't even know that we had. Mm. So honestly, I don't think that, um, it's rules or boundaries that make it work now. It's just being more insecure or insecure, being more secure with mm. ourselves and with each other. How did you guys work through those insecurities? A lot of arguments, a lot of conversations, but we would always like end our arguments on a good note. Like we wouldn't stop a conversation until we had calmed down or felt like we, we were on the same page. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Totally. Talking about like rules and boundaries. Mm -hmm. When we first opened up, we did not want to know anything about the other person. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to know their name. We didn't want to know 
what they looked like. We didn't want to know what we were even like doing with them. So everything was like very shut off. But now it's like his boyfriend will stay at our house. Like we, we've even put him on the list to pick up our daughter from school. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I really think that through time and experiences and just, um, trusting each other more, Mm -hmm. That that's where like those those rules and boundaries break because mm-hmm. we're not insecure. I mean, you think about monogamous relationships and how that person could leave you any day of the week with no reason. Same thing could happen in an open relationship. So mm-hmm. that's where we had to cut off our what if conversations a lot because there's what ifs no matter what your situation is. So kind of either in the monogamous relationship or open relationship, I mean, kind of one of those big things that you're going to look at is, you know, not playing into that what if anxiety. Right. Because in in any situation, things can change and things can shift. Yeah. So kind of being open and staying kind of committed to them as much as you can. Right. And just living in the moment and appreciating Uh what you have in the moment. Was that hard for, for you guys to do? Uh, yeah, it took us a while to get there, I think. But I think we do a pretty good job of it now. (laughs) Yeah, it works for us for sure. Yeah. And I have people ask because I'm not seeing anyone and he's seeing multiple people and they're asking me like, well, what if you changed your mind? What if you decided that you wanted to be? And then again, we go back to that whole what if. And if I did, then we'll deal with that when that happens. Mm Mm-hmm. But right now, I could never see myself going back to monogamy. Why not? Um, I like keeping my options open. I like connecting with other people um, on different levels mm-hmm. because of like different interests or whatever that reason may be. So more into just like how it works, like how do you find a community? Like, are there like online communities? Are there, I mean, Funny you bring that up. There actually is a Facebook community that mm-hmm. Arthur joined uh, a little over a year ago. And I'm not going to lie. It was always like super standoffish from mm-hmm. the whole polyamorous community because of what I had seen online or on television. And I just felt like I would never mesh with the stereotypical polyamorous (laughs) type person. So Arthur wanted to reach out because we don't have friends that are in open relationships. Uh And he wanted to find that community where he could relate with and have conversations with. And I, again, the competition felt like I had to keep up and go through the same experiences as him. So I joined this group, um, and they have like meetups once a month and, and I went on a whim with him and it was totally out of my element and I wasn't into it at all. And then I came to terms with, okay, he can have his experiences with this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I have to too. So I backed out of that. Later I ended up rejoining the group, um, just because it, it was really interesting to me to see the different, um, relationship styles. Like there's polyamory, but then under that umbrella, you have 
your swingers and you have your people in open relationships and you have your single polyamorous and, mm-hmm. and people that date the same people in their relationships. There, there was just so many different dynamics that I felt like I could learn from, mm-hmm. not necessarily feel like I'd want to date and have relationships with these people, but mm-hmm. just learn from like, them. Yeah. Like a learning experience of just yeah. like, let me see how you do your dynamic and right. Yeah. I love that, you know, it always kind of comes back to this communication thing, you know, whether it's between you and Arthur or or whoever you're dating at the time, it's, it's always this key element is this communication. Mm -hmm. Um, did you have good communication with him before? Probably not so much. Um, I mean, we would talk about things, but I really feel that once we decided to open up our relationship is when we really started having these deep, open conversations. And it really opened my eyes to seeing how important I was in his life and then Mm -hmm. also showing me, like, how important he is in my life, too. Which, I mean, you marry someone, you know these things, but to actually talk about it all the time... Mm-hmm. It, it didn't really come up until we opened our relationship. I always feel like there's like this Jerry Springer moment of like, final thoughts. <laughs> you want me to throw my chair? Yeah. Throw your chair. <laughs> get some beads. You're good. <laughs> Have the bodyguards come. I don't know. <laughs> um, final thoughts. I don't know. I mean, obviously it's not going to be for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to be open to everyone having their own way of how relationships work. Um, mm-hmm. But really just like talking with your partner and communicating. Communication. Is key. The end. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate this. So we'd just like to thank Melanie for joining us tonight. Or me, since, you know, it's it's me. I'd like to thank you, too. You know, the the royal woo. <laughs> I, I'd like to thank you for being with us. Um, so, we'd also like to thank Jonathan Colton for the music. Please remember to like and subscribe uh, to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And follow us on Facebook, Mental Health Moment, or Instagram, Mental Health Moment. And we will see you later. Thanks. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as I would do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as I would do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now.